Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. My name is Rick Beta, and today my guest probably doesn't need an introduction, but I'm going to do one anyway. Uh, he's the host of the Mostly Skateboarding Podcast. He's also worked at the Skateboard Mag, the Ride Channel, and he's filmed probably some of the biggest names in the game, too. And he's still killing it at DIY Spot. So needless to say, I'm very excited to have my first guest of this year, 2023, Templeton Elliott joins me today. Templeton, welcome to the show, man. Thanks. Stoked to be here. Yeah, man. I know it's a we've we chatted in the past. It's been a long time coming. I think 2023 is the year that we, I'm glad we did it, man. Yeah, totally. But it's um, a good start. I agree. But I guess I mean I had a blast prepping for the show. Of course, I have a lot of great questions to ask you. But I think we should start off with kind of the horrible news that happened recently about Ken Block. What was your initial thought when you heard about his passing? You know, any initial thoughts when you heard that? I mean, it, it's such a bummer because he I think he was like such a an interesting creative force in skateboarding, um, you know, and like outside of skateboarding, like with like the rally cars and like, you know, just everything with DC and stuff like the um, what was the, the place in Park City, the like snow lab or whatever, like, you know, yeah. just a really creative, interesting dude. And like, he got me to watch like, you know, the car videos, and whatever. I'm just like, what is this guy going to do? This shit is crazy. Exactly. Um, so yeah, like such a bummer. And like, one of my initial thoughts was like, you know, he went out doing what he loves, you know, like he was probably out there getting crazy in the snow and like, if you're going to go early, that's the way to go. I mean, I think most people would want to go peacefully in their sleep at a nice old age, but I think, I think Ken Block lived a lot of life, you know, like in, in his short lifetime, he he lived a lot more than most people do in, in two lifetimes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree, man. Yeah. Just seeing all the posts from the, you know, just from everyone, like you said, outside of the skateboarding industry too, he had such an impact, you know, on, on four wheels, I guess, you know, if you think about it and then yeah. of course on the snow too, but yeah, I know I was, that was just tragic. You know, I, I had to, to at least get your thoughts on that too. Cause yeah, I mean, I know his clips, his footage, all that, it's going to live on forever. You know, he did such gnarly stuff that like, you know, his name will never be forgotten, which is a good thing, but yeah, it just sucked to see him, you know, leave us so soon. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I know there's no no easy segue after that, but you no, know, I, I think I wanted, you know, kind of for, for the listeners that are tuning in, maybe don't you know, aren't aware of your uh, work or whatnot. I mean, let's take it way back, you know, who or what, you know, got you into skateboarding? Uh, man, this is going way, way back, uh, back in the 80s. I don't really remember what what year, probably like mid to late 80s. Anyway, uh, one Christmas we would um I'm from North Carolina. My mom grew up in South Carolina, so she's got family down there. And we always go to my grandmother's house in South Carolina for Christmas. And we went went to Christmas and my cousin was skateboarding. Like, I, I just, like, have this memory ingrained, like, you know, like, we parked and come around the house. And there's my cousin skating down the street. Nice. And I just remember being like, whoa, like, you know, and, and, like, I always looked up to my cousin. My cousin, like, was cool then. He's cool now. So... Yeah, I was just like, I want to be like Ben and get a skateboard. So like a year later, I got a skateboard for Christmas. Nice. Um, yeah, that's when it started. And you're the, the if I did my uh, research, you had a, a nightmare, a Nash nightmare, right? 
I did, man. You're, I don't know how you even found that. Did I say that in some other interview? Yeah, Nash Nightmare was my first board. It glowed in the dark. Yes, um, I know exactly. Did it have the um the big ass tail block on it, or am I thinking of a different board? I mean, they all kind of did back then. You know, what I'm talking about the it's like a huge tail block. Yeah, my no, mine was like it was like shitty. Like it was like flat, no no plastics except for the trucks. The trucks okay, were yeah, yeah. just straight up made of plastic, but like no rails, no tailbone or anything, and like the grip tape was just like glued on sand you know like it didn't mm-hmm, have grip mm-hmm. tape and it had i think it had nash on the top but yeah it was like like a terrible skateboard probably cost like 30 bucks and my parents were probably like you know who knows if this kid's gonna be interested in this for very long we'll get him the cheap board and you know see where it goes so yeah i started started with the nash nightmare and then uh then i got like a veriflex next which was like you know like a 50 dollar board or a 60 dollar board or something and then yep. I got like a blank board with tracker trucks. So it, it took me a long time to get like a full legit setup. That's good, man. Yeah, I think I had because I was I was we were, we started around the same time then because I think mine I'm roughly I'm just guessing maybe 85 because I remember I got um, the Grosso toy box, but it was just the deck. I can't remember what mm-hmm. trucks I used, but I also got the back to the future board, the one that Marty McFly rode. Like I had oh, that yeah, yeah. Board. like it was a Veriflex too. And I'm like, I don't know what happened to it, but I remember I got those two for like a Christmas. So it's kind of funny around the same timeline, I think, for you, me and you. Wait, you got two, you got the the Back to the Future board and the Grosso board? If my memory serves me correct, I because I remember I just got the deck, the deck, cross the deck, but then I had that, the Back to Future board. And I was like, dang. And then before that, I was riding a green, I don't, well, I have a similar one behind me, but a green Veriflex. It was like a, a roller skateboard, like a derby type board right yeah yeah. that was mine but yeah dude but yeah i think i had them the, the same christmas man from what i recall that's wild yeah I, f- I feel like maybe your parents and santa claus weren't communicating or something <laughs> is that it's like i should have taken the trucks and the veriflex put on the grass because yeah i'm sure i ended up with some trucks eventually for it but yeah it was just i know like so so long ago like i said I, I could barely remember too i just i do remember it was a grasso i do remember i got the back to future board which is way too long ago for probably a lot of people listening like what but i mean back to future it, it i mean it got a lot of people skating too so i mean it was totally, around that yeah. timeline yeah i think i pro- that probably sparked my interest in skateboarding too you know like seeing my cousin and seeing that it's just like all the cool people yeah are doing skateboarding so let me do skateboarding too yeah exactly <clears throat> and is your cousin older yeah he's probably like a year or two older okay he's probably like two years older than me yeah that's cool yeah that's good man but yeah i know i mean you, i mean you've had a pretty you know impressive history in skateboarding since then you know i mean is it true that you know, you got your first start kind of in the industry through uh basically through kevin wilkins and uh, uh steve barra they huge influence on your journey uh yeah the like my first big break i guess you could say was from steve barra i have um a friend who i grew up with and he had moved out to la and he became friends with steve barra so my senior year of college, I, you know, took my spring break out to LA and I'd made a shop video and made some other videos with my friends and showed that to Barra. And uh, I don't, I don't think he invited me out when I was out there, but like shortly after that, he was like, Hey, me and Heath are going to go on a trip. Do you want to come and film? And it, it like started at like the end of, my school year and I was thinking about like skipping my graduation and stuff 
But what ended up happening is I ended up meeting him like halfway through the trip. And like they had, they had Colin Kennedy and another filmer on that trip. And then like they flew out and I flew in and replaced them. That's cool, man. Yeah. Was it, was it viewpoint? Was that the one that kind of got you on the radar with, with Vera? Uh, yeah, it would be viewpoint. And then I made a video for endless grind skate shop in North Carolina called this, that, and the third. Nice. And I don't know if that's online. I don't know. In my research, I didn't see it. So I'm going to have to, I'll have to circle back. (laughs) But, but I guess, you know, speaking of Barra and Costin, you know, I I saw a note from, uh, from Barra, you know, they have full control of the barracks again. I mean, what, any thoughts on that? I think it'll be really interesting to see. I think the barracks has had like a really interesting journey, you know, like at at one point they were like the most popular skateboard website. Mm-hmm. I think that they did a lot of cool stuff, you know, like I think Battle at the Barracks like is really smart and like the um the thing where they like throw the dartboard at the map and like go skate yeah. in that area, like that's cool. Like lots of cool creative ideas and like I I haven't been to the Barracks website in a really long time. I think that they like they just kind of fell out of fell out of favor and you know kind of stopped getting the best stuff and i think thrasher just kind of whittled away at at anything that they had left and then you know they sold to hype beast and yeah yeah just i think they just kind of made a few missteps and miscalculations and yeah I, i think it'll be it'll be interesting to see where it goes uh because i wonder how how much of the decisions in the last few years were you know upper management and what were from like steve and eric yeah yeah because i saw in the one of the posts it said you know they had to kind of follow the order so to speak or deal with the consequences i'm like damn who were making you know these shots you know these calls and these threats you know and you know i know like you said i haven't been to their website in a while too i mean i've kind of dabbled you know, we were pushed to use the caffeine app and I, I can't, I think it was the last battle of the barracks. I tried watching it, it was so buggy and it, and it just glitched. I couldn't even watch the dang thing. I had to watch it later, you know? So yeah, I can, hopefully all that kind of stuff, maybe that was from their previous management. They're going to work those kinks out and get smoother over again. Yeah. I think like, like with that caffeine app and stuff, I, and what was the other thing? It was like pay-per-view for skating. I forget the name of it, but it, I, it just always is like skaters don't want to pay for content. Like, yeah. you know, we stopped doing that with DVDs and we're never going back. Yeah. We're, we're like a lawless community. Like we don't care. We're going to steal from each other. Like, <laughs> like it, it doesn't matter. Like don't try to charge us for a video because that's just like, it's, it's all just advertising. Like we shouldn't have to pay for advertising. Like, I don't know. You shouldn't be in skateboarding for money. Yeah. Like, you got it if like you got to just do it for the love and if you're not prepared to do whatever you're doing for a really long time for no money then like it's probably not worth doing in skateboarding anyway like you're not going to really make your investment back i agree i think it was it was it etn or something like that now that was yeah etn that's right etn yeah and i do i actually like the content because now i think uh who they released i think sls um street league put out a bunch of their you know the, the the shows 
it was somewhat entertaining, but yeah, I wouldn't have paid for it either. And I didn't pay for it because, you know, I, I didn't subscribe to it. But yeah, you're right. I mean, skaters don't want to pay for it. Like, imagine if we tried to charge for podcast episodes, you know, no one would. Oh, yeah. Like, I, the thing is, like, I never could, like, charge for a podcast or something because, like, I'm not going to buy a podcast. Like, <laughs> I, I don't pay for podcasts. So why should I expect yeah. anybody else to pay for podcasts? Yeah. No, I agree, man. And yeah, skaters don't want to pay, you know, I mean, but actually I wish I kind of do miss DVDs on occasion. They're like, there's sometimes there's some videos that come out. Like if I had an option to buy it, I would give them my money, but we've gotten so used to just the Instagram, the YouTube and just everything on the websites that, yeah, it's like, you know, when they ask for their handout, you know, to pay, it's like, you know, what are you, what are you talking about? You know? Yeah. It's weird. Cause I, I'm like, I don't miss DVDs one bit. I've, I've still got like a, pretty decent amount of dvds mm -hmm. just because they kind of have sentimental value but they i might as well not have them they just sit in a box yeah and like if i wanted to watch any of those videos i would just pull it up on youtube i mean yeah, you know there are like you can lose things like there was a some adidas video that just like disappeared because of music rights and stuff like that so it's, it's not like a perfect system but i'm not that worried about it i guess yeah, I still have some VHS tapes too, but I only have a VHS, you know, VCR. So, it, you know, like you said, they should just be basically gone at this point. But I just hang on to them, you know, sentimental value. And who knows, maybe one day I'll find a VCR and fire them up, see if it doesn't spit it out, you know. Yeah, I've still got the VHS. I got the VHS DVD combo. Oh, nice. It, it like sits under the TV, you know, it's like ready to go, but yep. it's like not even plugged in or anything. And like, that's good. Yeah, I've I mean, got I'm no looking use to that. For it. I have to look into that maybe eBay or, or Goodwill. That's a good thought because that's yeah, a good idea because you have the, the the best of both worlds, man. DVD and the, the VHS. Yeah, and I, I've like I had some old VHS tapes that I would log like the day's footage onto, so just like mm -hmm. a random mix of like whatever makes. And I was able to I I like recorded the VHS to DVD on that machine, and then I ripped the DVD onto my computer. And then I had some clips that I could like share out on Instagram. Nice. Well, I guess I, you bring up a good uh, point that popped in my head. So you I mean, obviously had some time, you know, as a filmer, you know, how, how was, I mean, you actually filmed some clips, right? For, for, yeah, right. I did. How, how was that experience? And, and actually in my second follow-up is where can we see those clips? Uh, I mean, you can see them in, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> where, go. that's where the clips are. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not super good about like, archiving or anything like that like i i just recently uh an old coworker gave me their old mini dv camera yeah um, so i need to get the like cables to do the digitizing i borrowed the cable and like tried to digitize and like i got the footage but not the audio and it was just like a whole thing and i was like this is not worth it like i don't care enough but there's yeah. some, there's some good clips in there some stuff that people haven't ever seen before yeah, um, I guess that's what I was made the point as like any of this, the B-roll and all the stuff that didn't make it onto the film. You probably have some some tapes lying around of, of some footage, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like um, I was there the day they filmed Mike Carroll's intro to Yeah, Right? Like he nice. I don't know if you remember, he like tries to front board this rail that's like next to some water and he misses and then he tosses the board into the water. Yep. I was there and I was like driven by myself to like meet up with them. I remember it was like this huge convoy. I think Greg Hunt might have been there um, and uh, Aaron Meza was the one who filmed it and I remember we were like all going back to our cars and it was like sessions over like everybody's gonna go their separate ways and I was like should I go back and grab that board just like because he just left it you know he threw it in the water yeah. and left 
That's and I was like, cool. oh, it'd be pretty cool to like have that board. And then I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to like, I don't know, like get caught doing that and have people think that I'm a fucking nerd or something. So <laughs> or I didn't. And then like, I saw like, the, the video. I, yeah. Yeah. Like I, and then I saw the video. I was like, but I've got the footage and I do need to digitize it. Cause it's, it's, uh, it's cool to just like have a different angle and like literally nobody's ever seen this angle before. That's funny though. I, I, I would have been the same way. I probably been like, damn, do I come back later? I mean, I don't want to get caught. I wouldn't want to get, you know, got caught stealing that too or just not stealing but getting that board retrieving that board yeah i didn't want to look like i was like too big of a fan or something you know like but i I think now like just knowing how skaters are like everybody's like a pretty big fan of skateboarding and i don't know i don't i don't think any i don't think anybody would have caught me i I think everybody's just kind of on their own trip yeah usually so that's a good point you grabbed it that's a good point. Yeah, because I know, um, I think I, I saw it either on Twitter or maybe YouTube, but one, one of the clips that you got credit for is that you did a frontside uh, 181 foot, right, in, in LA. And that was that was one of your clips too, right? Yeah, yeah, on the Van Owen bump. Uh, yeah. It's like a um, a little curb cut and then over like a street gap yeah, or like the, a driveway. It, yeah, we've seen it many, many times. But yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. That was, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, I know I know I saw that and it said, you know, it gave you credit for that. So I want to at least point that out. So I guess on the on the topic of being a filmer, you know, I mean, is it difficult for you to watch, you know, videos today with like without your filmer hat on or your like your your filmer's eye? Can you enjoy videos like uh just without trying to think it and overanalyze it as a as a filmer? Yeah, I mean, I haven't really been a filmer in a really long time. So I, I don't I don't overanalyze it too much. I mean, I'm gotcha. always kind of like if if you like follow me in any uh like social media or listen to the podcast or something like i'm always talking shit about like the vx and stuff and i think mm-hmm. it like looks pretty bad and it's time to hang it up guys uh so look i, I talk about that but that's not yeah. really like it doesn't take away my enjoyment too much i mean if, if it's a good video it's a good video no matter what you shoot it on yeah but that's true it, it would be nice to be able to see the clips better like in yeah. HD. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, mean, I mentioned because I went to film school and now when I watch movies, it's sometimes hard to sometimes if I start picturing all the crew behind the camera and the, the editing and this and that kind of takes me out of the moment. But I notice that like on, on occasion, I'll get sucked, you know, into that with skate videos. I'm like, I'll, I'm like, I'm have the the filmer eye. I'm like, OK, well, I was cool. How did you do that? How like crouched down was he? Was he on a board? Was he running? You know, so it's it's cool for just that I'm starting to think like that because normally I, I barely even thought of filmers, you know, and I and I know I'm, I mentioned it before on this podcast, I need to credit them more. Like, I don't say their names as much. I just say the skaters, you know, the video. So, yeah, that's why I wanted to ask that. Like, but yeah, it makes sense like you. I mean, you, you kind of it's been a while for you, but you still, you know, give credit to when it credits you. But you can because of your experience, you can kind of joke about it and give them crap, too, you know. Yeah. And I, I, I guess I probably do have like a greater respect for for filmers and like. I'm always like, like with the most skateboarding podcasts, we always kind of talk, we try to talk to like the filmers, the photographers, the writers, like the people behind the media that, that we enjoy. Cause I think that those folks are a little more interesting and they haven't really been talked to like as much as like pro skaters. So it's really interesting to hear their stories. So that, yeah, like I, I always try to give, give the filmers and photographers and, those folks the credit that they're due 
Yeah, no, I, I respect that. That's awesome. And do you have any, um, <laughs> I guess going back to the, just the whole filming, do you have any funny stories or, um, you know, anything that actually, no, actually I have one that I want to bring up because I know you've talked about before Heath Kirchart. There's a, there's a story you've told before where you basically had to hold on for like your dear life. <laughs> yeah. That, that's like my best share, story. <laughs> yeah. Can you sh tell the listeners kind of share that story for me? Cause I, I mean, I want to hear it of course, but it's, it was insane too. It's funny, but it's insane. But yeah, if you don't mind sharing, dude. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll, I'll try and do my best <laughs> uh, with all, all the gore details. So uh, this was uh, early 2000s. I was living at Steve Barra's house in, in Laurel Canyon. Uh, he and his partner were uh, not on good terms. So like this, this was like their previous house that they hadn't sold yet. So it was like this empty house in Laurel Canyon is like, you know, like this nice mid-century modern house um, that had like no furniture. Like I lived in, in like one side of the house, like sleeping on the carpet and Steve lived on the other side of the house, like a match floor. Um, and Steve was off doing something. He called me up and I, we were filming for um, mosaic. Okay. And, um, so I, I was out there to film with Steve and Heath and Heath calls me up and he's like, Hey, I want to, I want to film something. I'll come pick you up. So I'm like, cool. And then I hear the Harley rumble up the driveway. I'm like, Oh fuck. Like I, I thought I was going to ride in the cop car, you know? So he, he pulls up in the driveway and, uh, you know, I got my camera bag and, uh, I decided to leave my board at the house because you know we, we can't uh can't bring both boards and all that shit and he hands me a helmet and it's like like a modern version of like a german like world war ii helmet you know nice. it's just like just like has a chin strap no like face guard or anything and he's just like he just says hop on and he's like hold me around the waist and don't turn like you know like don't like try yeah. to steer or whatever uh, so i'm just like okay like stone cold stiff not gonna move just like putting my life in you know one of skateboarding's most insane people's uh hands yeah so yeah we like rumble on down the driveway and down the highway you know splitting splitting lanes <laughs> just insane like probably 45 minutes on the motorcycle damn um Get, get to the spot and he's like what'd you think of that i was like that's the scariest thing i've ever done in my life uh so we, we get to the spot and like there were like some kids there and like the vibe was just off so he, he like didn't even skate um which was yeah. like not not super surprising you know like he's a, like kind of a particular guy and yeah like the vibe was just off so we we went back and on the way back you know i think he kind of like cranked up the the crazy and i remember like looking over his shoulder at the speedometer and we were like over a hundred you know splitting lanes going down the highway uh, but we made it back without incident and um you know we we lived to film more tricks together did you keep your eyes open or closed during that time or do you remember oh yeah i like so i started <laughs> out eyes open and like you know when you're going super fast on the highway like like your eyes aren't really meant for that. So like there's yeah. like tears like streaming down my face just from like the wind, you know? So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to close my eyes. And then that's like 10 times scarier. Cause like 
True. You oh, just yeah. don't know what what to expect. Like bumps just come out of nowhere or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it was eyes open, trying to be prepared for what's what's coming next. <laughs> That's crazy. And you actually you saw him after that, right? Did you 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 went filming with him and stuff like that? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Like and it's just he probably didn't even think anything of it, and you were probably just like, "Damn, I can't believe that actually happened." Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> he's a legendary dude, so it's like any interaction he has with with people like is going to be a story for them, and it's just like, yeah, you know, his life. <laughs> that's crazy. And so you said that's probably the the peak of your uh your crazy uh filming stories, as you said. Definitely my best story for sure. I mean, That's I think cool. the rest of it is just pretty standard. Like, yeah, you know, we go skating, we get kicked out, or we get a trick yeah. or whatever. And nothing, Z- nothing too crazy. I know uh, you're not going to write a novel about it later on down the road. And... No, I'm no Walker <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shout out Walker Ryan. Yeah, but the books yeah. are good. Go get them. Yeah, exa- exactly. Got you know. I agree. Got to support the, the 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 skaters and the cause. But yeah, as I said earlier, you know, I had. I mean, prepping this episode, I had so many questions I want to ask you, but I, I had to trim them down. I'm like, dude, we'll be talking for hours, you know, but I guess, you know, keep an eye on the clock. Uh, let's let's flash forward a little bit. I guess actually we'll flash to last year, so 2022. So what are your thoughts on uh, Tyshawn getting his second uh, Sodi trophy? I think it's great. I think that this this Sodi season was pretty crazy. Indeed. Um, I, I, was, I was, like, pulling for... Um, t-funk i thought t-funk had my favorite skating like his his stuff made me want to go out and skate the most you know i I think he skates the most like what i would like to skate or like yeah you know he'll he'll do tricks that i can like identify with you know what i mean like yeah he does a smith grind and i can do a smith grind you know i'm on a ledge he's on like a gap to rail or whatever um yeah I, i think Super cool that Tyshawn won it again. I think that like he he like brought the theatrics to it. Yeah. You know, like like Nigel, of course, gnarly, but it's all kind of like the same and really mm-hmm. flat. But like with Tyshawn, it's exciting and like like the the um subway kickflip. Yep. Like super cool and like had like a story to it. And you know, they had to like bondo up the um over the little uh bumps and like it was a huge mission and just like it's like iconic you know where it's like nigel's just like oh wow where did they find this like these continuously getting bigger handrails that nobody's (laughs) ever seen before yeah i feel like with like a different editor or kind of like a different approach nigel could have like just as dramatic a part you know like he i'm sure he's he's putting in crazy work and you know doing all those things dodging cops and you know yeah. going on missions and stuff but it just didn't didn't really come across and um yeah i i just think that uh yeah I, i'm down for the tj win i got I got no no bones with that you did too well, yeah, I was I was down with. It. I voted for Louis, you know. Um, but I mean, I've talked about it before. I mean, I honestly, I was like, I was just a big fan of Jimmy Wilkins's footage all year. But of course, the Vert Rider is not going to win it. But I was just like, Jimmy Wilkins, give it to him. But no, I I I think I I mean, it was up to either Louis or Tyshawn for me. And and like, oh, you know, Louis, you know, he he's been busting it too. But um, but yeah, I wasn't I wasn't shocked or mad at it. I was actually, you know, I I, I was expecting it. You know, I didn't think Nigel was going to win it. 
I just thought he had too much rail footage and it just wasn't, I don't know, it just wasn't there. But, you know, a lot of people thought he, he was robbed. So, you know, just even looking at the comments, you know, like, Nigel, you got robbed, this and that. So, I don't know. I just think where, how is he going to top it next year? Like he put in so, I'm talking about Nigel still, he put in so much work like this, like he just put it all out there. I and mean, yeah, this was over like three or four years of footage, but what is he going to do next? You know, Tyshawn, who knows, you know, he could still bust out clips too and, you know, win it again for all we know. But I'm just curious to see what Nigel does next year. And, and T-Funk too. T-Funk killed it, man. I, I agree. He was definitely a top five worthy in my eyes too. Yeah. Um, I think Nigel is probably looking towards the Olympics now. Yeah. Uh, which is, is like coming right up. Yeah. I, I think Tyshawn will probably be the first three times. Sodi. you know, he's still pretty young and driven. And yeah, I also think that Tyshawn is going to be like kind of getting into like the realm of like a Tony Hawk where he's uh, a known person outside of even skateboarding. Like, yeah. Good point. Um, you know, like, like he was on that hot 97 thing and there was yeah. like, like Eddie Murphy and like other celebrities were like congratulating him on like skater of the year. It just, it's just like, that's another level, you know, like that wouldn't happen with Louis Lopez. Uh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. I mean, Tyshawn's got, he's got the the restaurant, he's got the, you know, the modeling he's got, you know, now, now the board company he's got, you know, his, he's, he's expanding. Yeah. He's going down, definitely down the route, the Hawks, you know, done and he's becoming a name for himself for sure. I guess keeping on the, the topic of T-Funk, I think he's my pick for trick of the year for the China Banks, Ollie. Do you, do you care or even have a pick for, you know, the trick of the year? Um, I mean, the China Banks, Ollie, that's that's one for the books. That's like, you know, I, I think like, I think I've talked about this on, on my podcast, like something I call like big game hunting where like you go to Hollywood High or Wilshire Rails or whatever and like you you go and you do a trick and put your name in the book of like the tricks that have gone down at this iconic spot. And that's yeah. like what T-Funk did. And I think that like, you kind of need that to like cement yourself into like a legendary status. Like you got to go to those name brand spots and, and do your thing. I think these days, like a lot of those name brand spots are, are like a proving ground where like kids on the come up go there and, and, get some tricks so it's a little bit less like there's no gatekeeping so like anybody can go and get a trick at hollywood high or whatever so it, it maybe has like a little bit less um value but yeah i don't know i'm I'm just ranting i don't even know where where we started on this no i was just saying about t-funk and how i think he should win trick of the year and actually while you were talking because they still haven't announced it yet dude it's like yeah like let's see hold on a sec Oh, it says 2022 Toadie announcement coming tomorrow. I was I was hoping we'd be like, I mean, yeah, we're recording this. What it's Wednesday at 730. I hope we could like ground like breaking news. Breaking news. Here's trick. It's like, but no, it's not going to happen till tomorrow, man. So, yeah, I don't know. I just think T-Funk, he, he. I mean, have you skated the China Banks? Have you been there? Or at least I have. Yeah, dude, it's, I mean, they're it's... so I couldn't do anything on them. I couldn't I could kick turn. Maybe do, I think I did backside for uh, I couldn't go over the benches. I couldn't even imagine doing a frontside ollie over the long bench. What? Yeah, I, I couldn't get over the bench. I, I was I was there on like a work trip and I went with like somebody from work who doesn't skate. So it was like, you know, not an ideal setting for me to like get pumped to yeah. do something super scary. But yeah, I, I tried it a few times and just 
didn't have what it took to get it to even get over it. I think I think if I was there with the homies and it was a fun session, I probably could get over it. But yeah, it didn't didn't happen for me that day. Yeah, like just just the the angle that he came at it, the speed, and then the ollie and to float it. Like it's just it's. I'm like I don't know if he doesn't win, I'm not gonna be upset. Obviously, I'm I'm not too invested in the trick of the year, but I I think he should win. I mean, there's been a lot of good tricks, but I'm like, damn, give it to T Funk, man. Yeah, I mean, what what else would there be? There's like Tyshawn backside yep. flip or kick flip the the um yeah the Nigel rail yeah. oh yeah the up and down rail yeah. from Nigel which I think didn't didn't Kyle Walker win that last year? I can't remember who won last year. I can't remember. I thought Kyle. Walker. I don't know. That's not one that I keep up with. Yeah, but it is here. it is like a nice like kind of seeing the nominations. It's like a nice reminder of all the crazy tricks that went down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which I guess kind of leads me to my next question, too. I mean, this one was a tough one for me because, you know, I think when we were chatting back and forth in DM, I'm like, yeah, I had this grand plan of like looking back on all the videos over the year, like my favorite ones. And like I got overwhelmed, but because there were so many that I didn't get to watch. But do you have a video that kind of stood out for you in uh, 2022 that just when it comes to mind? Totally. Uh, I I kind of anticipated that we might talk about this on my podcast, mostly yeah. skateboarding. So I've been keeping a, a spreadsheet nice. of my favorite videos throughout the year. And top of the list is, uh, what is the, I've got it up here, uh, a video called Leap Year. Okay. It's by a uh, filmer, it's Cole Navin, who's a professional snowboarder. But it's nice. like a six-minute, two-song video based in Portland. And it just fucking kicks ass. Like Nice rad skating you know obviously not like the gnarliest craziest shit but it's like really rad skating and that it like makes me want to go skate and like of all the videos that came out in 2022 that's the one that i would keep going back to i've watched it a bunch of times so it, it's that one and then like the polar video sounds like yeah the polar was good it. yeah that was a good one definitely yeah i mean i kind of made a, a short list too um but yeah there's just so much stuff i mean i like the warble stuff i don't know if you like warble i like their stuff that they do you know chris cookie colborne always kills it he's always entertaining to watch um silas baxter i like his uh burrow his habitat part i think he filmed that all in portland right is that wasn't that the one where he just did like the one spot am i thinking of the the, the right video um he, he did film a video at like it's actually three spots. It's oh, yeah, like okay. these three parks that are like all designed by the same architect and like they're semi-connected. Yeah. Um, so I like that. I wrote that down. Uh, what else did I write down? You know, Ryan Lay had a good part. Didn't see much from Ryan this year, but his sci-fi fantasy part was pretty pretty awesome. But yeah, dude, I, I just was going down the list of all the various, you know, websites and YouTube. So I'm like, damn, I'm, I missed a lot. Like, I still haven't seen the China Banks, China Banks documentary. I started it and just kind of got sidetracked. I mean, there's just so much that, but yeah, I'm gonna have to look into that one you just mentioned as well. And did you, uh, I don't know if you guys talked about this on your show, but did you guys watch that skateboarding and rollerblading collab video? Oh yeah, dude, that's, that's actually on my list. Nice. The Alan, the Alan Gelfand high. Yes. The, kind of the pre, the pre video. Yes. Like that's, that's like an incredible feat of organization you know like, i loved it it's amazing I, that you know a skateboarder could put together and coordinate that many people uh that's you know, true huh skateboarders are tough to to wrangle so just Good to point. get all those people in there for a fucking rollerblade ad <laughs> it was insane 
It, it was <clears> epic, <throat> man. And it was funny. The acting was good. The the jokes hit, you know, just the the references. Like, yeah, dude, that's one that that definitely was top five for me for this year. And and I'll I'll revisit, you know, which is which is an awesome thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like huge, huge shout out to Grant Yansura. Yeah. And like everybody at weekend. Like that's just like they do such incredible work. Like I'd love to get Grant on my podcast. We kind of I think I've tried a few times. Yeah. And just he's ignoring my DMs. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll hit him up too and say, please return his you know his DMs. Get on the mostly skateboarding, please. Yeah, no, we I need agree. to do like He'd a campaign a... or something. Is that <laughs> He'd be a great one on your show. I, I'm looking. It's gonna happen. We're we're gonna we're gonna manifest it. It'll happen eventually. We're just gonna get it out to the universe. Was there anything that that any videos that maybe didn't like you didn't vibe with this year? You know, because me, I mean, I know you're probably the same. If if you're not feeling it, you probably jump ship and and go. Like say after you, I don't know, you see a a dolphin flip or a manual or something. Is there something that you just didn't vibe with? Oh God, I, I'm sure there's like a million. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't remember them. Question um that's a loaded one no but i'm trying to think if there was anything that was like really like egregiously bad or something i thought the dgk video was pretty disappointing it was Mm. just it felt a little thrown together and not really like something with a solid concept or even a solid team it just felt like everybody send us your footage and we'll like put it all together so that was like a little disappointing Mm. it was kayla's footage which is nice yeah um what else what else uh I, I keep looking at my list of favorite i know videos. like i said that's kind of a loaded um, one uh there's one that actually i didn't see the did you ever see did you see the ukraine documentary oh yeah I, that was super good okay yeah see i didn't see that i just i put on my list never saw but would like to so that one's on there um yeah that, that's worth watching i, I watched okay. that with my wife actually so it's oh, that's, like yeah it's like, like spouse approved no <laughs> there you go yeah i think it was like 45 minutes or an hour or something I'm like oh, i'll get back to it and of course that never happened so but yeah, yeah, no, it, yeah, it's it was tough a, with the full length. It, it is, man. It is, you know, especially balancing life and you're trying to, you know, create content for the podcast. You're like, oh, am I going to have time to watch this and actually talk about it and make sense? And, but yeah, no, there was, that's good, man. I'm glad uh, you brought, you know, our, we, we agree on that rollerblading skateboard. And that was, that was just a fun one to watch. So I guess I think, I know you guys talked about this because you put this question on your IG about your 2023 predictions, but, is there anything you'd like to see more of in 2023? Hmm. Or even less of either one. Uh, more rad skating. Yeah. Um, not like less wax skating. Uh, obviously. <laughs> no, less manuals. Uh, what? Does uh, park yeah, footage huge... count or no? Is park footage count in 2023? No, park footage does not count in 2023. But I, I think I'm planning on like... Uh, uh abandoning my skate park sobriety in 2023 i haven't haven't ridden a skate park in a really long time yeah i I, I rode one over the last like three years um and that was that was like a special occasion i was out of town it was this skate park in uh this small town in washington called wenatchee and it's like it's a skate park that's actually like it's like a shared space there's like a bath it's like a half basketball court and then there's like a bank to ledge and a curved ledge and then like a regular ledge. And like, that's it. It's Dude. like, like my ideal skate park. So I had like, I had to go check it out when I was there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to like ride some skate parks in 2023, but the footage still doesn't count. 
Um, there, there you go. You guys heard it there first. You know the how he stands. Yeah, actually, and going back to those uh, the basketball slash skate parks, and what was it? It was the Rogers video recently. What they call it? Um, dude got like cold clock because he ran into a basketball player. You watch oh that yeah. What yeah, was the video was called? It was, it was called. Uh, why am I blanking on it right now? But. But yeah, I don't remember just, the title, but it, yeah, it was Roger Skateboard's video. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I mean, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often because you got these guys, skaters are in the zone. These guys are running up to, you know, do a slam or make their shot. Boom, you know, tempers are flaring. But he shouldn't have sucked. That sucker punch, I think, was what they called it. But but yeah, I was like, damn. I, I thought about yeah, that. Yeah, sucker punch is no good. I mean, like, I, I understand getting heated when, like, you know, shared space isn't being respected. But um, yeah, hitting, hitting like, if they were going to fight, they should, you know, dude should have like shoved him and like squared up or something. Exactly. You know, take off his shirt. You got the guys holding everyone back, you know? Yeah, exactly. Just do it right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, the only thing I put for more, uh, what I'd least like to see more of, I don't know why it would just randomly pop in my head. I put front foot impossibles, whatever that means. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe variations of it, you know, front foot impossible to crooked grind. I don't know, but I, I wrote that down. I don't know why it just popped in my head. So I just that's a wild it. one. I know. Yeah. I don't know why, you know, it's like, whatever. Yeah. That'd be so, a crazy one to see to grind. Yeah. I've always thought about that. Like, you know, like how would that look? I mean, if it would either look really bad or depending on what the, the obstacle is on a rail might look okay, but on a ledge, probably not, but I don't know, you know, who, who knows? Let's yeah. I, I'm like trying to picture a front foot impossible. It just like, seems crazy. You pop it off your tail. And then yeah, you exactly. around your front foot. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, Ocean Howell did good, really good ones. I, I think even Costin did some good ones back in the day. Um, maybe even yeah, right. I don't know. I'll have to watch it again. But yeah, crazy. I'll have to check one out. Like I, I just can't even picture it. It seems like, like the physics just don't make sense. To yeah, me exactly. Now. Whenever I used to try them back in the day, I'm like, nope, that's just not gonna work for me, dude. Not gonna yeah. work for me. But yeah, so um, I'm checking my my questions. I, I only have like a few more. We're gonna be wrapping up here soon, but. I have to get your thoughts on this. I kind of give you a heads up in the DMs, but what are your thoughts on Little Wayne turning pro, quote unquote? And and I noticed how I added those quotes. Um, I, I appreciate you giving me the heads up because I wasn't really like I had like seen a couple of tweets about it, but I didn't really like. That's not something I was really checking for. So yeah, uh, I was prepared. Uh, I think the surprise turning pro thing is like, <laughs> it's like a weird thing. Like for me, like I'm, I'm like, like such a, um, I don't know, like I'm, I'm like a crabby kind of person. Like I wouldn't want to be surprised with my pro board. I'd be like, you guys didn't talk to me about like, like you can't put my name on this shit. Like I don't like this picture or like, mm -hmm. you know, the font is weird or whatever. Like, like I'm picky like that. So I wouldn't want to yeah. be like surprised. I, I think it's like a, a smart gimmick for thank you skateboards to like, like ride the coattails of Lil Wayne. I went to their website and they were not selling that board, which I think is like crazy. I mean, That's but, true. but oh. also like another thing with the surprise and especially with Lil Wayne, like Lil Wayne is like a super famous person whose name has value, you know, like you can't just like, I can't turn Lil Wayne pro and like profit off his name. And I don't think thank you skateboards could do that either. So yeah, I, I think it was just like a one-off or like, you know they made like 50 boards or something i thought the graphic was like a straight up rip off of an fa board yep, i thought the same it's like dude what are you doing like and then again i was on the thank you website and i was like oh they're ripping off primitive they're ripping off baker like <laughs> they just don't fucking care they're like thank you 
for the ideas. Yeah, yeah thank you for these ideas. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take them. Oh, dude, that's funny you mentioned that. Yeah, because I thought about that too. I'm like, it's I mean, it's obviously his crew, his homies, you know. I think it's his filmer, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Spanish but, Mike. Uh, yeah, but they're like, I was like, you know what? We're gonna do this, we're gonna turn pro and this and that. And but I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, he doesn't obviously officially ride for them. But as you said, they're they're missing. I mean, if this was an opportunity to make money and, you know, Little Wayne's probably all about making money and, you know, Tory and all them is like they could have done that. They probably would have sold a lot of them. But I don't know. They just they didn't. So I just I don't know. When I first saw it, I was like, what? You know, it just kind of I don't know. Obviously, yeah, it was, not it was like a, just a savvy. Like. Move to get clicks, you yeah. know, like Complex is talking about it, like other like hip hop related sites are talking about it. So like, that's all views coming to that video where like, I'm sure there was like a pre-roll ad in it and stuff like that. Like there might've even been like a mid-roll ad. So it, it's like, like a smart media play, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be curious to see where it goes from here. You know, obviously if he's gonna, I don't know, take it seriously, maybe consider it down the road or, you know, but uh, it's very polarizing. You know, you saw a lot of even just the initial comments. Were like, yeah, this is awesome for Wayne. The other one's like, what the hell? Dude, dude could barely like ollie down steps and he's pro. It's like, what? You know, but obviously they're not they're they're not looking to their 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 thing is quite literal. But like you said, it's more of a a homies like appreciation. Like they said, we're going to give you your, your flowers. You know, that's basically what they did for him. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. that's like a cool thing. Like, you know, my friend like his girlfriend made a bunch of boards for him for his birthday that like you know turned him pro and that that's cool and fun um and i guess yeah it's fine i mean yeah. i think everybody knows that lil wayne is not a pro skater <laughs> is that yeah so. that's the thing it's like don't take it just calm down take a deep breath actually do you follow uh, do you watch skateline at all gary rogers skateline oh yeah every week did you watch this sure. week's one uh, I'm sure I did. I don't like my yeah, brain he, is fried. He basically, I'm sure he talk, yeah, he talked about it. this whole little Wayne thing. He, and he, he threw out like a Rebecca black blast and I was just like dying. I'm like, Oh, I, I don't know. I'm just spitballing, but I need to go back and watch it. But it, I was cracking up. I'm like, that is an excellent take Gary. So shout out Gary Rogers. Cause it, he nailed it. It's all right. You know, don't be the Rebecca black. Now what you going to do? So it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad he mentioned it, but I was surprised, but yeah, I mean, like I said, a, a big name like that, it gets on everyone's radar you know he's gonna you know talk about it <laughs> yeah it's it's clever I, i'd be really interested to see like all the analytics on it you know like did thank you move extra boards because of it like yeah i don't know what what was the um the benefit because I, I don't know i just always think about that kind of stuff i agree i think it's more of like I don't know why it reminded me of it, but it's kind of like the one-off that, you know, Primitive did with Gary Vee at Friends. You know, it's just kind of a one-off deal, like showing love and respect, and it gets a little blip on the radar, and then everyone just kind of moves on with their lives. I, I kind of think that's, maybe maybe I'll be wrong, but I kind of think that's how it is with this one's like it was respect, and then you kind of move on, you know? Yeah, that's probably what the deal is, since they're not selling the boards. Yeah, it's probably just, yeah. we did this cool thing, and that's it. I agree. So yeah, I got a couple more questions for you. Both of these, though, non-skate related. So we're done with skate, you know, skate content. But my first, first of the final ones is how long have you been making uh, collages? Uh, hmm. I, I've made collages like for a long time. Um, 
like I've got old sketchbooks that have collages in them and stuff, but probably only took, started taking it seriously or I don't even know if I should, I even take it seriously now, but like really doing it. I don't know, like maybe like three years ago or something. Yeah. Uh, my wife is um, a collage artist. Yeah. And she's, she's super good. She's like on Instagram. You can follow her account. It's at Kellett works. Um, she, she's like super good. And like, you know, I love my wife. I like to hang out with her. So we're, we'll, I'll just like hang out with her in the studio and like, she's doing some stuff and I'm like, well, I'll, I'll rip up some paper and like make some collages too. Like I've got some ideas and um, yeah. So I just did that. And then when I left my last job, I was doing social media um, and I'm not doing social media anymore. So I was like, all right, I've got like a little bit of more like capacity for running a second account. So I did, I've got a, a separate account, mostly dot collage mm-hmm. on Instagram. And that's where I post my collages. So now was just like six months ago or something. Yeah. Shout out. Is it Colette? Did I say it right? Colette? Yeah. Your, your wife? Cool. Yeah. Like I said, I, was, I started yeah. following her work and then, yeah, obviously you started posting stuff. And then you started putting it on the mostly collage Instagram. But well, I wrote down in my notes, uh, I think I commented on too, the, the swimming cube you did, dude, where you got the swimmers like mouths open. That was, dude, I loved it. It was just amazing. It just, I just, I had to point that out. It was, it's such a cool, uh, cool piece of work that you you did for that. <laughs> I know you Thanks. say you don't yeah. take it seriously, but you, you, you put out some good work, man. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, I guess like, like in the moment I take it seriously, you know, like I, I like want, like I have a vision and I want to do a good job of it, but I, I don't like, think that my art is like belongs in a museum or something yeah like it's just it, like i literally just make the art because i enjoy it like i i was like making all these collages and like never posting them or like you know i would like put some of them on my instagram stories and stuff but um yeah it's just fun like like making the thing is what i like I, i'm not like that like super into the rest of it you know like I, i'll like just have an idea for like a t-shirt and I'll like make the graphic and like explore it and be like, Oh yeah, that's cool. That would make a cool Mm t-shirt. But like, I don't have to actually make the t-shirt and try to sell it to anybody. Like I've like gotten the satisfaction out of kind of like taking the idea that far. Yeah, no, I can tell it. I can tell you, you enjoy it. And I mean, I've tried it before. Uh, You know, I have a 10 year old daughter, and we, I tried doing some collages with her. It's it's harder than it looks. Like people think they probably look at your work and oh, I could do that. It's easy, you know. This, but just the simple thing of cutting, like the precise cutting, choosing the right images. You know, it's there's a lot of thought that goes involved that's involved in that. So you know, shout out to you and obviously your wife because it's not an easy task. But you guys, you make it look easy. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, I, I think like like my wife, she's been doing it every day for like four years. Um, and like, she's got a whole studio. She's always buying like new magazine stuff. There's like tons of source material and like, she's got all her source material organized and stuff. So like, and then like, I have my source material, like semi-organized. So like, you know, it's like, oh, I ripped out like those swimmers three weeks ago because I knew that photo was rad. And then like today I have the idea of like, oh, I can put them in a cube and that'll be rad. Yeah. And it's like, I know how to do the cube because I've like explored that. And like, I know I've got these pieces. So it's like way easier when you're doing it all the time and like you've got a space for it and like you're collecting things and like kind of plotting over weeks and months and stuff. But like 
if you just sat down with like two magazines, it might be hard to find enough pieces that'll go together to make something cool that'll be different enough or exciting enough. But sometimes like I'll make a collage with just one page. Uh, if you know if it works like those cubes really work best if you use just one image because like the colors will all like match and stuff yeah no cool stuff man i appreciate your the little bit of insight into what you do and the the brain behind all the the, the work you create <laughs> so i guess yeah one one final question this would be an easy one man because you're i'm a cat guy you're a cat guy why are cats like the best pets ever um you know i think the cats I think people who don't have cats just don't get it. Like cats are actually really loyal and sweet and, and loving and um, they've just got personality mm -hmm. um, and you kind of have to earn, earn their trust and love uh, or like most cats. Like we used to have a cat um, that, you know, would like snuggle up with anybody, but most cats are, are a little standoffish and you have to earn their trust. Um, yeah they're they're just like sweet little creatures and yeah it feels good to to be acknowledged by them i guess you know like like when they want to like rub up against your leg or snuggle up on you or something it, it feels good because you know that like you kind of earned that it's not just it's not just given uh freely like uh like from a dog i mean i love dogs too i'm not yeah. i'm not talking shit about dogs but just no, that's it's kind of a difference Dude, that was a, I'm glad I asked you that question because that was a great way to put it because it's so true. But we've had, you know, like six cats over the last 20 so odd years. So, but yeah, it's true. You, once you finally earn that, that respect, like that trust and that, you know, yeah, they'll kind of all of a sudden you're rubbing against your leg or even if you have a friend over, it's like, ah, you've earned the, the cat's trust. You know, that's a good sign. But whereas dogs, it's like, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, you, it's almost like too much at, at first for, for most of the dogs. And I love dogs too. I grew up with dogs. But when I met with my uh, girlfriend, now wife at the time, dude, I converted cats. Like, um, I'm I, I don't want to say never because my kids want a dog eventually. But I'm like, I'm never going back to dogs. Cats are the best. So yeah, yeah, it's funny. We always talk about wanting a dog, but like we're just like, oh, we're not ready. We're not ready for a dog. But I'm like, I'm 43 years old. <laughs> I'm probably ready for a dog, but um, yeah, it just doesn't feel feel like the right time. I think cats are just more our speed. Uh, I'm the same way, dude. That, and I keep reminding my wife and my kids, oh, cats poop in a box. They let you know when they want attention. They're easier when you go on, you know, trips and, you know, for people to come take them, they don't have to walk them. You know, it's, there's always benefits, but there's also benefits to having a dog. I'm not trashing the dog owners out there, you know, but I'm, I'm glad, you know, because like I said, I know we had that in common too. There's a lot, there's a lot of, a lot of skaters that love cats. I noticed that, but there are a lot of skaters love dogs too, but, but yeah, so I'm glad, I'm glad we have that in common, you know? Yeah. That, that reminds or makes me think like there's not a current iconic skate dog you know there was like dan murphy's dog indy was like always oh yeah around and then like i think stefan janowski has a dog that was kind of always around um but yeah there's and that's like, true murdy huh? passed away like beagle's dog murdy passed away recently yeah so that I mean, that's a niche you know somebody out there could fill that niche be the, the pro skater <laughs> with the dog yeah, I think of it when you mentioned that the first one I think of is Rob Deerdeck. You know, he had Meaty, but I don't even know if Meaty's still around. He's in, you know, when you had him on the 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 Robin Big Show, you know, that was the only. Oh one. yeah, Meaty's long since dead. You know, those, oh, those like flat faced dogs. I mean, they don't. Yeah. Oh they don't yeah, live that's that true. Long. That was so long ago. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that's true. Like you said, that's a, a, a someone can fill in that gap. You know. 
yeah there, there's your your niche there if you're struggling with your your uh personal brand be the dog guy <laughs> exactly man well cool yeah i guess i actually have one final final question too is you know where can the the people tune in find find you on the on the interwebs when in social media and all that good stuff well, most importantly is the podcast, mostly skateboarding podcast. You can get that on iTunes or Spotify or like, I don't know. I don't know that it's on any other services, but I think, you know, if you've got like a podcast app, you can probably find it. It's, oh, it's on uh, SoundCloud. It's where I run it from. Then there's the blog, which I've been running for 16 years, mostly skateboarding.net. And that's basically just like a landing page for the blog, for the, for the podcast now, but there's like, you know, a bunch of show notes every week. So it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah. Great uh, show all... notes, by the way. He's very humble about it. they're great. The best in the business show notes. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Best <laughs> in the business. I like to hear that. Uh, I do put a lot of effort into it. So it's please true, click man. on those links. Uh, I'm on Twitter at mostly skate. Twitter is probably my favorite mm -hmm. social media platform. I like to go on there and make jokes and be silly and talk about skating. Uh, Instagram at mostly skateboarding that's like the main account and then there's mostly dot collage which is where you can see my art which doesn't get updated quite as often as i'd like but you know probably like once a week or something you stay busy man but yeah you guys tuning in go check it. if you don't know about his show mostly skateboarding you know he obviously he's not the only one there's i mean the one thing i, I do have to mention about your guys show uh templeton is you guys you guys are entertaining right but then you're also add value because I learned something, you know, and I, and it inspires me on my show. Okay. Yeah. You can make jokes and do all this stuff, but you guys, I, I feel like I learned something every week when I um, listen to your guys' show. So thanks for providing the content. Cause I know it's not easy, but I wanted to point that out to anyone listening. Like these guys, they know their stuff. They're funny, but you learn something. So thank you for doing that. Thanks. Yeah. We, we try. I mean, like we, we do, or I do like extensive uh, pre pre-preparation. Like we have a, <clears throat> a shared google doc where we like kind of plan out the show and put in like our takes and stuff like that so like mm -hmm. we're we're kind of prepared for the show and we you know try to know the names of the people that are in the videos that we're talking <laughs> yeah. about and stuff like that you know it's, it's, it's hard it's hard like off the top of your head to be like mm -hmm. oh that dude who did the like yep. sick trick on the bank I so, yeah we, we try and then like you know everybody on the show mike patrick jason they're all uh, you know, huge skate nerds and, you know, they're doing a bunch of research and have a bunch of knowledge uh, from their own experience. So yeah, it's, it's a fun show and we try to do the best show that we can given that we are all adults with jobs and other commitments and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not easy, man, but yeah, you guys put in the work and it shows, man. So for, thanks for inspiring me to keep my show going too. Cause you guys, you guys put out great content. So man, I, I appreciate your time too, man. I wanted to keep it around an hour i know it's you know we're in pacific standard time so thanks for uh, taking the time to chat with me today and man it was a long time coming it, it was well worth the time so thank you once again man for coming on yeah thank you i was happy to do it it's, this was fun yeah man have a good rest of your night we'll talk to you soon thanks you too